All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to Make It Plain Wayne, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So today I want to talk about vacations. And this is something that, you know, I don't think really everybody takes advantage of. And, and I'm going to be honest, you know, here with my wife, we're in the, you know, beautiful Mexico, just having a great vac vacation at um, our residence. And it's, it's been phenomenal. And, you know, one of the things that really separates, I think, uh, people when it comes to vacation is some people know they need to take a vacation and others just keep working, you know, workaholic, got to work, got to do a job. I'm here to do a job. I keep working. So, and, and, and bless my sweetheart. She's, you know, bathing in the sun, having a great time. You know, the sun is closer. It's just cooking us. The, the staff has been wonderful and amazing at this resort. We've had to want for nothing. It's been, you know, phenomenal food. It, the things that they do on accident are, are better than some of the things we see, you know, in the States on purpose. And, and this is how it should be. You know, they have a level of excellence and they're doing a great thing. I get to practice my Spanish and speak Spanish here and, and they're receptive to that. And it's wonderful. But the reason why I wanted to talk about vacation is not so much to gloat. It's more along the lines of who needs a vacation and the mindset of vacation. So Dave Chappelle had a segment in his uh, most recent comedy standup where he talks about, you know, <laughs> the, the, the term is called mileage on a hoe. <laughs> and they're like, Wayne, what are you talking about mileage on a hoe? Yeah, he he's explaining and, and I know this may be graphic. I do apologize for my listeners if, you know, you are sensitive. If this is a little bit too much, I apologize. But he was explaining in a book how a pimp was explaining what he can get out of a prostitute in terms of mileage. The same way you know that a car every 3,000 miles or uh, uh, three you know months, you go in and do the oil change because you know that there will be a breakdown. Well, 40 hours a week, that's our mileage. And going to 50 and 60 hours a week, that's our mileage. And we'll work and work and work for a dream to make that dream a reality. And we don't necessarily know <laughs> when that will be a reality. Now, sure, you can be really smart and you can stop going to the movies you can stop making those little purchases off to the side, buying shoes and going to the you know, restaurants and start saving money. So then what, what looks like a car payment now becomes savings. You can save and you can save your way into a better life, but you still have to spend money. You still have to go work. You still have responsibilities and you still have those rainy days that hit. You know, we all know that they hit without plan. So. I, for one, I did not know how to take a vacation. I'll just be honest. Um, growing up, uh, you know, my parents, you know, especially, you know, my mom made sure that the love that needed to be expressed for us was shown every day. 
there was not one day I could say that my mom did not love me or care about me. And, you know, when you go through those awkward teenage years or, you know, something's going on, you know, you have to be smart enough to reflect back on that time and, and honestly understand it as an adult. If you, if you come after an adult and want to judge an adult, you have to have an adult thinking. So you can't blame mom and dad for life and reality, especially when they've spent so much time giving you good things. Some of you only have your dad. Some of you only have your mom. And if they've done nothing but put food on your table and fill your belly and give you a good time, even if you don't like it, I, just, I have to say this. If you are fed every day and they are encouraging you to do well in school and do better in life, end of story. And my parents did that, especially my mom. My mom is like, she was like LinkedIn before LinkedIn was created. <laughs> so, you know, she was always about the who you know, not what you know. And ironically, based on who you know, it increases what you know. So, you know, and, and with my pops, of course, you know, with, with the spiritual calling and the love and the pastoring that he has and what he's been doing, the kingdom is your ultimate <laughs> resting place. The kingdom is your ultimate beauty. The, the heavenly throne is your ultimate vacation. So maybe I'll just go ahead and say it. You probably won't find a lot of black people that take vacations. And when they do, it's, you know, you have to wow out. You have to have a great time. And this is something that, you know, I learned when I got married. Oh my God. So wait, I can go somewhere and it not be sports related? It not be for a football game, a basketball game, or a track meet? So you hear about people taking these vacations all the time, whether they want to go down south or go to the Mardi Gras, they want to go to Jamaica. You know, I have friends and cousins and family that take vacations all the time. So it's not necessarily a race thing, a color, a skin color thing. I'm sorry, because race is all people. Let's clarify that. Go back to my podcast on race if you want to understand that. It's only one race of people. It's color. You can look in our African heritage, our African-American heritage, if you want to go to that demographic. You can look at these different demographics of people and see that there are people that take vacations and people that don't. Now, the reason why this is important, I actually had a boss explain to me, and she said, if you're getting up at such and such time in the morning to go do work, and you're not getting off until 12 and 14 hours later. You need to find a way to balance your time so that you're not going over 40 hours a week. Now, especially if you're a salary, you kind of throw yourself on the pile and, you know, you go after it, whatever it is. But whether you're hourly or salary, doesn't matter. If you don't know how to disconnect from work when you're done from work, what that means is, Mentally, you don't know how to disconnect. So let me make it let me make it plain and make it clear like this. If I work at McDonald's and I take off my shirt and leave, I'm no longer taking orders. If I am a captain flying a plane 
once I get out of that plane, I can't fly any more planes. <laughs> if I'm walking through the service bay or, or getting lunch or whatever it is, I'm not flying a plane at that time. Same thing with, you know, a driver that you have a driver's license on you at all times. But once you get out of that car, you're done driving. So you shouldn't be tensing up, thinking about who's driving, thinking about who's next to you. You shouldn't have a constant flow, a stream of consciousness in that thing when you leave it. If you can't finish it at that time, that is a problem. So what is that problem? Am I talking about stress? Am I talking about work-life balance? Am I talking about, hmm, you know, maybe I don't agree with my boss or maybe I don't agree with the way the company's going or maybe I don't agree with some of my team members. You know, maybe I don't agree with, you know, the way I'm being boxed up or, or having to combat competition. Or maybe I just don't agree with the rules of the industry altogether. There could be several things that cause your stress. Maybe it's personal. Maybe, you know, work is now a little bit tougher because of things you have going on in your personal life with your husband, with your wife, with your children, with a sickness or an illness, heaven forbid. Or you've got, you know, mother, father, uncle, aunt, grandma, grandpa, whatever it is. There are things that can stress you. And then you go to work and all of it kind of bleeds in together. And I really wish for those people that try to run from it and act like it's not a thing, I really wish you'd just be honest for a second and say, you know what, this isn't going well. The lines are kind of blurred. You know, <laughs> Robin Thicke had the song, Blurred Lines. I know you want it. <laughs> he had the song about blurred lines and truth, truth be, we do blur the lines and we make fun of these, you know, tennis athletes, these pro athletes, you know, you've got, you know, Antonio Brown, Tom Brady, you've got all these football players, basketball players, they have social activism. We make fun of them as if we aren't doing the same thing. <laughs> so keep in mind, you have a choice. You can choose to turn on that TV every day. You can choose to watch ESPN. You can choose to watch CNN. You can choose to watch Fox. You can choose to read the newspaper. You can choose to do all this stuff. But to condemn and slander someone doing the exact same thing you're doing. When you don't have it figured out. Come on now. So back to the heart of the issue. Vacation. Why is it that I'm not itching and scratching and moaning? <laughs> moaning to get to a vacation. Well, it's pretty simple. The way I was raised, the way I'm built, and just the way I am. And it's not even just raised. It's, it's how I am even now. I'm easily pleased. If I ask for something and I get it, I'm easily pleased. I mean, eight hours rest, a smoothie, a good workout. You know, I'm a man. So I'm, you know, I'll be honest. I want what a man wants in every day. I'll let you figure that out. <laughs> but yeah, it. I'm easily pleased. I like to just sit back. Have a little lemonade, have a good meal, chill. So for me, I've learned to have the vacation within. But for others, I understand you. 
you're a workaholic. You may, you, you may not admit it, but you are a workaholic. You just have to make sure. Oh, when, when, when I get this done, I got to make sure when everybody else comes in, this is set and this is right. And Because this person is thinking this, this person is thinking that, and you're not even their boss. <laughs> you're not even in charge, these people that you're thinking about. So it's, I mean, it's hilarious. Some workaholics. And, and the reason why I say I can understand you and I, you know, I know what you're thinking is because I've done it so many times. Like you all have no idea. I'm setting up something for somebody and they don't even know what I'm doing. Oh, I got I to gotta make sure the cars are parked and lined up this way for this person, because when they get here, they're going to want to do this. Or I got to make sure, you know, the CEO is coming. And I want to make sure that, you know, the reservations and this and that and all the other. And that's not even my job. <laughs> like the CEO doesn't even know. He doesn't even care. He just wants to shake my hand and ask me how, you know, football season's going and laugh about, you know, jokes and certain shoes that I want, want to wear. The CEO doesn't even care about the stuff that I'm doing in the background. Workaholics have an obsessive behavior for greatness. And it's not necessarily something you can say, cheer up or you'll be fine. And it's because of the conditions and the mental state that they're in. Some of us have depression. Some of us have anxiety. And I, I don't know how, but for some of us, it just escalates to a point where we just feel like we haven't done enough. And we've just, mm, we failed. So you put this pressure on yourself that shouldn't even be there. It's like, what? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, no, you're. You're fine. You're done. Everything you said and did was perfectly fine. So, yeah, vacation. If you haven't taken a vacation in a while, I, like I need reasons. <laughs> if it isn't a military deployment, if it isn't kids, if it isn't somebody going to the hospital or a medical bills hitting you off to the side, I need a reason. <laughs> You should be taking a vacation every year. If there is nothing in the way and nothing bothering you, you should be spending at least three to five nights. No, um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll say it the other way. Four to five nights. You should be spending at least four to five nights, at least two hours from where you live. Travel the globe, travel the country, Travel wherever you want. Get away from people. Maybe even turn off your phone. Just leave it on airplane mode. No calls. Maybe some apps. Maybe some streaming. You know, Netflix and chill. Come on. Wink, wink. So being able to relax yourself is no different. Being able to take a vacation is no different than being able to get quality rest at night. Because it, it's different when you go from childhood up till 18 to adulthood, you can't blame anybody else for you not getting sleep, for you not getting proper nutrition, for your ulcers, for your cancers, for your, your diseases. You can't blame anybody else for that. 
Now, if they are the reason for those things, that's completely different. But if you walk out of the house at 18 graduation and you are healthy and sound mind and sound body and you do all this stuff to yourself and damage yourself and hurt yourself. Well, that's on you. And and let me phrase it another way. That's on us. Because somebody should know that you're doing this to yourself. If it's not your best friends, it should be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse, your mate. It should be somebody. And I know everybody's situation is different. Not everybody's married. You might have a common law marriage. You might be gay. You might be straight. You might be lesbian. You, <laughs> I don't know what part of the bag of Skittles you are. But no matter what you are, you have to know how to balance your mind. The mind is the most powerful thing that we have access to on this planet. You can think you're having a great day and have a great day. And everybody that's struggling and fighting for a good time around you continues to struggle. But the fact that you woke up one minute before your alarm, feeling refreshed, feeling good, your body feels good, you smell good, shower is good, everything tastes good. You, I mean, everything just follows a path and a stream of nothing but green lights the whole day for you. And when that happens for you, hold on to it, but understand the people that don't have that. Understand that as easy as you can have privilege And as easy as you can have a great day and as easy as you can see it into reality, there are others that don't. So don't take it hard out on people. If you're out there taking vacations, having a great time, you're traveling to these various countries, beautiful countries. It's for a reason. You figured out early what a lot of other people don't. And for these workaholics and these people that don't know how to take a vacation and don't know how to rest, be gentle with them. Be careful with them. Because if I'm speaking to you and you are one of those people, you've got to find a way to chill. You've got to find a way to turn down. You can't be up all the time. And that's that's kind of a, a podcast I talked about with A lot of athletes, what a lot of people don't understand is as a professional athlete, age isn't why you get injured and damaged with these body parts. It's the use and the specific utility of the muscle and of the body. Now, if I ask somebody, how much can you bench? I can find people of different ages that can bench 225 pounds. None of that has to do with age. It's just how they use their body and what they've got. Now, obviously, if you really want to talk about age, then you go up to somebody past 80, somebody past 75, because at that time, you want to be a little bit more careful what you're doing with your body, because there's things like testosterone, estrogen, and the regeneration of muscle tissue that's a little bit different. So, yes, as we do get older Things do regenerate different. But if you're taking care of your body, you're going to be fine. There is no law that says you 
have to play football. You have to play basketball. Or those of you that know I'm a runner, that you have to run track and field to the Olympic level. What you are doing with your body is the most extreme, grueling, and excruciating to the body. I mean, the only the only people that the only people that can honestly say that they're doing more than you are women giving birth to babies, women that are pregnant. And with that, uh, you know, a lot of people will say age, you know, you want to be careful because of what happens to the women's body. So with sports, it's not specifically the age, it's the type of work. But hey, if you've been pounding on this cartilage for 17 years, it's not age, it's the work. If you take a nail and pound it through the wood, it goes through the wood because of what it is, not age. (laughs) The age of the wood has nothing to do with it. Think about what the nail is and think about what the wood is. The principle is simple. It's the element. It's the material, the genetic makeup. The, the, The periodical table of elements don't lie. And if you find a way to manipulate them, great. But what I'm saying is think about the nail, think about the wood. The nail is always a stronger material than the wood. Nothing about that has to do with age or time. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to believe if you sat that nail on the wood with a piece of duct tape or whatever, in time, with water, with wind, with erosion, that nail might actually go through that wood. Just laying there. If you, if you were to just tape it down with some type of substance so it, it wouldn't move, It would actually go through that wood in enough time with just the sun and all that, but maybe rust as well. So vacation, my friends. You know, you got the Dosa Keys guy, you know, stay thirsty, my friends. (laughs) So learn how to take a vacation, please. Learn how to refresh yourselves, please. Learn how to rest, please. Learn how to rejuvenate your bodies. Learn how to do well for your body. Learn how to clean up and refresh your mind. Go get massages. Make smoothies. Uh, Try yoga. Try meditation. You know, if it's prayer, be there. Find your peace. Now, I said the mind was the most powerful thing that we have. Peace is the most powerful current that we can tap into peace. And it's the people that have peace that I feel control the most. Now you may not like them. You may not like their decisions. You may not like what makes them happy, but they have peace. It might be five minutes of peace. It might be a whole hour of peace. And I'm I'm not saying money. It might be the power that gives them peace. The rest of their life might be horrible garbage, but the power might give them peace. And it might be so much peace in that hour that it echoes throughout the whole day. They might say, well, I'm a horrible person and I make horrible decisions and nobody likes me, but at least I have this power. And in that power, they have peace. So where do you have peace? If you don't know, if you don't have it right now, that's what I'm saying. Take a vacation. It's it's just time.
four to five days? Is that too much? Am I asking too much? Am I, am I asking too much by asking you to care about yourself? To go let loose for a while? Maybe relax, have a couple of drinks, make a few friends? You never know. You, you might meet somebody. You might meet your, your new uh, boss. You might meet your new business venture, entrepreneur. You might meet somebody that encourages you to open up your own business and start a new industry. You never know. You have to take care of the mind. You have to elevate the mind. Be fresh. Be renewed. Have a great time. Well, hey, that's enough. That's all I got for you all today. I love you. I hope you love me back. I am in the beautiful Cancun of Mexico right now having a great time. Um, you know, buen tiempo. <laughs> so, yes, hasta luego. I hope you love me all. I hope you love me. I love all of you. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you soon.